What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Off the Dome Radio. So happy to have you back joining us. Whether you're watching, yep, we got that YouTube up and running. Check it out. Hit subscribe. Uh, It's a lot of fun having full episodes and some fun clips on there. Uh, We had some bloopers on our last episode that I had to post. They were were a good time. Uh, But on today's episode, we start up start off with our normal chopping it up. Um, I talk about results of my first CrossFit competition. Had a little salty taste in my mouth, but we're getting past it. Um, And then talk about some updates with my writing. Kind of got a promotion-ish, I guess, if you will. And then updating on some new business things, uh, new nutrition client, an interesting one here, a challenging one that I have on my hands, but excited for it. Uh, then we get into some stock talk, uh, talk about some day trading, some different avenues that I am pursuing, some alternate coins. And I had to throw a little money in on the dip on one of my favorite investments. Uh, for RLE, again, we kind of covered that a little bit in our intro, but again, talking about um, improvements in the business how things are on the up and up, getting momentum. and But we talk a lot about some network uh, networking and making the time and energy for people and groups that are going to help you level up and vice versa. You know, So you want those people where you help them, they help you. We get into that a little bit. Finishing with book talk, getting down and nerdy with it. I bring up Crush It by the one and only Gary Vaynerchuk. Tim, where do you take us today? Yeah, so today... Oh, that was GoPro's dying. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so today on today's episode, I, blow I up. yeah. <laughs> today's episode, I talk about uh, just some business updates for me with the, with the resume writing, uh, some feedback I've gotten from my clients, some process improvements, some big projects. So I give you um, some insights on what's going on in my world there. Uh, for stock talk, uh, it's actually gonna be crypto talk today. I've had a lot of people direct message me on on, on Instagram about, hey, what what cryptos are you in? Like, why do you like this one? Uh, so I talk about why I invested in Cardano. I gave you a little brief update on that and and, and why I'm in that, and why I'm excited about that one. So tune in for that section. Uh, for RLE, um, I've been trying to take feedback from my clients about what people are asking about the most and kind of bring that to the show. And I tell you how to answer the why should I hire you question. Um, and that could be if you're going for a new job, um, if you're trying to do business with someone, like what I'm going to talk about there, you can apply to just about anything, no matter what you're going for. So I'll give you a three-step process on how you can hit that question out of the park. Because, I mean, that's the question where I feel like you can separate yourself. So I'll tell you how to do that there. Um, and then lastly, book talk, I talk about you incorporated. So talk about first impressions. Um, I'm, I'm a big believer in the fact that, that people make a huge decision about um, what they think about you in the first two minutes of meeting you. So I talk about a couple things that I do uh, with my business to gain trust from people and how you can kind of implement that uh, into your own life. So I know you guys are going to get a lot of value from this episode. We enjoyed recording it. Um, I know you guys are going to enjoy listen to it, listening to it. Um, if, if you don't want to listen to the whole thing, we, we do breakout show notes. So if there's something specific you want to read have about, uh, scroll to those. If, if you just want to hear about crypto today, you can just go to that section. If you just want to hear about interview tips, you can go to that section. Whatever you want to do. Um, it's your world. We're not forcing you to listen to the whole episode. That's why we, we break it up. But we encourage you to listen to the whole episode. Of course, yeah. because you, you have the time. You'll laugh more. You have the time. <laughs> uh, so yeah, without further ado, uh, kill it this week, everybody, and enjoy the episode. We got uh, we got some camera angles going now. Yep. How many cameras we got? Three. We got three yep. three cameras. One GoPro, What's two up? phones. Yeah, we're uh, we're trying to hit that Joe Rogan production level. Mm-hmm. We don't have 
that kind of spaceship studio. But I like how he did his new one, by the way. His new studio, I like it better mm-hmm. than his old one. Yeah. I didn't mind the old one, but yeah, it was it was kind of weird. Yeah, I mean, you figure it as he goes on. He's going to continue to just improve everything. So mm-hmm. it was just natural that he improved the uh, the studio. So Yeah, but I, yeah, I like the new one a lot. Um, yeah, so still at the Simply Nano office, but we're doing uh, different videos, trying to get some different angles. We uh, Our YouTube is up and running, mm-hmm. doing full episodes and then clips and yeah, just kind of messing with some stuff. Yeah. So it's fun. I know we've been talking about video for a long time. Mm-hmm. When we first did, my mom was like, oh, I thought you were going to have your YouTube up by now. I was like, <sighs> thanks, mom. Carol, keep Carol, me, keeping I know, you accountable. I know, I know, love it. But some days it's like, God damn it. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, how was your weekend? Weekend, Tim? Good, man. Yeah. I mean, if it was any better, there'd be two of me that can, hand, <laughs> that can handle everything. But uh, yeah, things are going really well. Uh, business is going extremely well. Uh, the clients continue to keep on coming in. Continuous improvement. I've been trying to continue to, to take what clients tell me questions they ask uh, in all parts of the process, whether it's in the discovery phase of me uh, getting their needs or just like throughout the whole process, injecting those questions back into how I mm-hmm. improve my processes. And we've talked about it before about writing out our processes for when we scale our businesses and teach other people how to do it. So yep. um, for me, I'm not looking at it as like a, as a me, like I'm going to dedicate this time only to writing it. Like I want to continue to write it and then continue to keep on revising the way I run my processes and mm-hmm. standard operating procedures. And yeah, things are going extremely well and uh, continue to get more referrals. And um, I'm getting to the point where I'm, I'm pretty much like booked to the max. Like I can't really do, I can't really take on more clients yeah. than what I am right now. So uh, adjusting some things in, 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 my, in my pricing and, and different offerings to, to kind of accommodate for that and uh, put different processes in there to accommodate all types of needs. So, Good. Yeah, things are going really well. Yeah, I see you post about your reviews and things. Mm-hmm. A lot of happy customers. Yeah, and that's another thing I've been more strategic about doing is is ask, not being afraid to ask people to, to write a recommendation recommendation for me because mm-hmm. um, I figure if people are willing to, to continue to refer other people to me, they, they should be willing to, to write something out for me. And I think that's for any type of business, social proof and what other people are saying uh, goes a long way. Mm-hmm. I mean the value that other people say about you is much more than what you can say about yourself to the person up front. So yeah. Reviews uh, over like almost everything. Mm-hmm. Like forget, yep. forget brand name. If, if this off brand thing has a better review than this Nike thing and they're like, say they reach a shoe specific mm-hmm. shoe. It's like, all right, I'm going to go with an off brand cause I don't care about a brand name. Yeah. Yeah. And the reviews are 10 times <clears throat> better. Okay. Yeah. That's what yeah. I want. Performance. Mm-hmm. I don't want to pay for your marketing. Yeah. And I'm starting to like categorize my uh, my examples and my social proof. Like I have like resume samples for HR people, resume samples for salespeople now. Like I've mm. I don't just have like a list of a few samples. Like I okay. now have a direct solution for any type of person that that approaches me. So like that's good. Like I'll be like, hey, here are HR example resumes. Hey, here are HR recommendations and quotes from people who have used me. So. I think that just, I mean, it, That's it, huge. it makes it even more robust, my, my ability to get more people. So Yeah. So have you started your website? No, <laughs> I'm Speaking not, of accountability. My gosh, <laughs> don't, don't even remind me. Everything's been going well ex- except that. Um, 
Yes, I do need to get that going. Because um, that, I feel like you could really... Saying that back in freaking January. I know. Uh, I just have, I haven't needed it yet. Like, I haven't needed a website yet. Well, but with how you... I do need, like, I do need one, but just... Yeah. Yeah. With how you're describing your categories of, you know, resumes and reviews, like, I feel like that would be a good place to be able to mm-hmm. separate those, but people could see a whole list of, hey, yeah. this is all the positions, um, you know... Find what's tailored probably closest to you. Yeah. And then we start from there. Yeah. But that's such a streamline in your process mm-hmm. of having, hey, I, all right, this is what you need. All right, bang, just pull one. Doesn't matter. And here you go. Yeah. From, yeah. from that category. Yeah, because like, I mean, it's good to specialize and be, be a niche in something. But I feel like with, with resume writing, I've perfected the process to the point where I can serve all types of people and mm-hmm. I've, I've proven the ability to serve all types of people. So I want to keep on telling people that. And, um, yeah, at the end of the day, it's just storytelling, man. It's about taking the time to, to get to know someone and, and bring things out of them that, that they don't currently market themselves on. And mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, you can do that with anybody. It doesn't matter what background they are. So that's cool. Have you ever thought of dabbling in their social medias too? Like if it's a business that or a yeah. co- you know an executive of some sort like have you thought about trying to offer any social media assistance to you or <laughs> I've I've or, thought, of, I thought about just about everything but actually <laughs> but actually me cuz and I I really do think about this stuff all the time and write it down but I mean I'm getting to the point where like is it really smart for me to continue to just like put more cuz that's more, that's just more work for myself yeah. like do I want to just continue to stay in my bread and butter and do this and I think yes but I think I'm gonna have to hire more. I'm gonna have to hire people to take care of what I'm doing right now. Opening for I, Tim Allersmeyer LLC. Look on Indeed. <laughs> all your job postings. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I do. Twelve dollars an hour part time. It definitely, it definitely <laughs> is in the cards for sure. Yeah, it's, it's gonna happen. But well, because not too long ago you were saying you're pretty close to being able to hire someone on for yeah. X Y Z. You just need to yeah, especially figure out what they, exactly they'll do. Yeah, especially if I want to do all this other stuff like like content development and creating more uh, more like digital products for people with this because I'm not going to be able to do any of that stuff until I free up some of my time with, mm-hmm. with the resume writing clients. But um, yeah, it's, it's it's been good, man. Just good. It, it just feels it feels good to just um, continue ref, refine processes and just get better at it and, and more, more confident. And I find that like I'm so much better on the phone now with people when I when I first talk to them because mm-hmm. I mean that's been the, the biggest improvement I feel like is my ability to to consult people and and, sure. get, and give ideas to people because I just each call I have just gives me more tools to to be better for the next call so yeah to do that seeing you on the links a lot too lately oh yeah yeah I mean that that's my that's my stress relief man like I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to function properly in anything else yeah. if I didn't get outside and. That. For, for me, that's that's like drinking water. I need to get outside and do something. So, dude, it's funny. I, I saw. Would you have like a six forty-five tea time a few mornings ago or yeah, something? Yeah, Saturday. And it was cool, man, because I saw that, and in my mind, I, I forgot that it was Saturday. Like I wasn't, man. You've you've noticed the same where we're on our own, so it's just another day. Mm-hmm. It like if someone wants to go hang Tuesday night or Saturday night, we can do whichever. Mm-hmm. But I didn't even think about, oh, it's a weekend. But my initial thought was, man, a year ago, he was waking up to work for someone else's Dude, orders. And now he's at that same time on whatever morning he wants. He can just go shoot nine or 18 or, mm. or 36. Yeah. And, and still just, all right, now I'll go work. Right. And I was so excited. I was like, yes. Dude, like, it's, he's there. That's like, amazing. That's where he's at now. 
I'm, I'm, yeah, I was pumped up. Yeah, and for anybody who's like, who's like in the in a situation where they dread getting up for work uh, most days, like I will say, like I was so nervous at first making the transition from working to a company to working for myself, mm-hmm. but I can tell you, like waking up now, like it's so much easier than waking up before, and like it's 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 tough to describe, but like. It doesn't matter what time I wake up anymore because I'm always ready to do more more things when it's for myself. And w- when you start to get to the momentum going, it's it's just it's, yeah, you want to keep on getting up earlier. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's funny you say that because I've been just waking up on my own like way before my alarm at like six thirty, six forty five. Mm-hmm. I'm like, huh. All right, I feel good, so might as yeah. well, you know, getting between seven to eight, eight hours and then wake up super early. Mm-hmm. W- very quiet in the morning. I love it. Yeah. And all right, let's just start. Yeah. It's time. It is. So, yeah, it's fun. I feel that. <clears throat> well, good. I'm glad things are going. I know you've been just getting busier. So, mm-hmm. fun to hear. Yeah. yeah. But I think it's time for me to take a step back and, like, how can I delegate some of the stuff? Because mm-hmm. it's, it's getting to that point. I, I want to be yeah. able to dedicate meaningful time to as many things as possible. But, yeah. Yeah. Now, would you have this, um, whoever comes on, it like, help with maybe social media content? Would you have them do trying to think of a better way to phrase it, but like kind of the more lower level resumes so you can do mm-hmm. more high executive stuff. Would you train them to do some of those too? Yeah. So yeah. you can focus on the, yeah, the heavier hitters, if you will. For sure. That's a good question. Yeah. Cause like there's definitely resumes that are easier to do than others. Like mm-hmm. people who don't have as much experience, it's not as long of a resume to do. So yeah, it would start out with that. Um, but I also, I, I wouldn't mind like also bringing someone on for like content creation as well. Um, t- taking that angle with it, like social media, um, or maybe even bringing, bringing someone on who helps me just generate more business. Like someone mm-hmm. who's, who's like a kind of a salesperson, like go, goes okay. out and reach to pe- reach out to people. Um, there's so many different ways I could take it rather than mm-hmm. just people just doing the work. Um, but yeah, I feel like it's going to be a, kind of a mixture of both writing resumes and yeah. just reaching out to more people. Cool. Getting ready to scale. Yeah. That's cool, man. Yeah. Good shit. What about you? How are things going with you? I mean, I know you got a, uh, a lot of different stuff going on as well. Yeah, so I'm, I, I got you? a handful of things, but I'm like in control of all my things. I can't take on another thing. Mm-hmm. Like I know where I still have free time, but like there's free time for me. And then, okay, there's free time to work more on something. Mm-hmm. But um, in terms of the coaching, <clears throat> just got a new nutrition client. It's going to be hard. It's going to yeah. be tough because uh, obviously I can't say who he is, but I can give a little detail. I have as of, oh, as of like this past weekend-ish, I have it written down. I have 45 days to help this guy lose 30 pounds. Oh, wow. It's, it's, an, aggr- it's an aggressive cut. Yeah. Very aggressive cut. Yeah, he's got a particular weigh-in in a month and a half and... So like we've, we've been through all of it. We've had a couple, uh, calls on the phone. Um, he's a, he's a veteran too. So I have different discounted rates for veterans, but mm-hmm. this is going to be super hands on the whole way. Cause like that's an aggressive cut mm-hmm. 30 pounds in 45 days. I, I would ideally like four or five months. Yeah. And I have a month and a half. So it's very doable, but I even, I had to tell him up front. I was like, look, man, I'm on your team here. Like right now, I want nothing more than to see you be where you need to be on your way in. Mm-hmm. Like that's all I want right now. Yeah. And I was like, we can do this, but 
you really have to listen to me. Like, mm-hmm. and I don't like going zero to a hundred with nutrition clients of changing a lot of things at once. I like to add a few things and leave it there for the start. And I'm telling them this, I'm like, but we're on a time crunch. We're going to have to change a lot pretty quick. Mm-hmm. I was like, I just want you to know that. Um, because it's my job to educate why we're doing what we're doing mm-hmm. in order to have my clients comply. Right. If, if they don't, if they're not complying, it's because I didn't educate them well enough. Mm-hmm. So, and have you ever, I mean, have you ever had a situation like this where, you, where you've had to lose, you help a client lose this much in this little of time? Not this fast. Yeah. This is the quickest. Do you, I mean, is there a reason why the client wants to reach, reach it by a certain date? Like, is that a client? So yeah, he's got, he's out, got a weigh in for ROTC. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So he's already been active duty before he's, he's been deployed, but he's in school now in ROTC mm-hmm. and, um, he's got a weigh in for that. So there's also a body fat percentage component. Mm-hmm. So I'm playing both numbers. I'm playing weight, but I'm also playing body fat percentage, how much he's over by. All right. Can we change, can we change more of that? You know, as it gets closer to, I'll see where our pounds are at, mm-hmm. but I want to know where our body fat percentage is. Yeah. Cause if we get under that, that's really the golden ticket. Um, you know, the, the number of pounds is, the perfect scenario, Mm -hmm. but we can still change a lot of compositional things and bring body fat percentage down without, you know, having to lose all 30 pounds, Mm -hmm. but we're still going to lose a lot of weight. Yeah. And so I, you know, I just kind of gave them our initial start of the plan the other day and we talked through it. I was like, I want you like, you need to ask me any question you have. Like nothing is a dumb question. I just need to know if you don't know something or something doesn't make sense. And I was like, is there any part of this right now that is not going to be doable for you? Mm-hmm. For, for whatever reason, because he works, he's in school, this yeah. and that. And uh, I wrote some workout programming for him too. And um, I was like, is any of this not going to be doable? I just, I need to know. I can change things. I just need to know, mm-hmm. you know, one to 10. If you're at like threes and fours here, <laughs> we got to change it up. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, man, we're good. I was like, okay. So... Yeah, we're going to have at least weekly check-ins. I'll probably change his workouts two weeks in. Um, I'm not going to go longer than that. A lot of resistance training. He was doing a lot of cardio. But I'm like, man, we don't shed pounds. Resistance training mm-hmm. is what we're going to do. So, And then I have I have, you know, strategies for week of, last few days, night before. But he doesn't need to know all that right now. But I know those things. And I even told him, I was like, look, there are going to be days when this really sucks. Mm-hmm. I was like, but reach out to me. Don't feel like you can't be like, yo, man, this this is bullshit. Like, yeah, dude, it's going to suck. <laughs> and I told him there's going to be days where he's not going to like me. Yeah, I'm like, right now, we're aiming for a result. It's not doing it the safest, the best way, the most ideal way, but you're hiring me to do get mm-hmm. you a result. Yeah. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. So I'm excited. A little nervous because, like I said, that's aggressive, but I'm excited for it. Yeah. Um, Just to, you know show that, hey, I can do this with you. Yeah. Like, this is very doable. And he's like, that's what I like to hear. Yeah, and that's why people hire you because like, they need that person that's going to tell them to do things that they wouldn't have done themselves. Mm-hmm. And um, that's why a lot of people aren't able to accomplish some of the, the bigger life goals is because they they don't want to do things on the days that suck. So right. that's why they need someone like you to, to kind of push them through that. Yeah, and I told him, I was like, look, man, if you're just struggling one day, like, hit me up. Yeah. Call me, text me. I don't care. Just hit me up because this is two-way street. Just if I know you're mm-hmm. struggling, like I'll help you out. Yeah. Um, is that how you normally do all the client stuff? Is you do like obviously an introductory meeting and then a weekly meeting 
throughout the entirety of the relationship? Not for all of them. Some I'll just write a certain uh, a plan for a certain length of time, mm-hmm. and then I'm hands off. Okay. Because I can't be that hands on with everyone. I'll lose my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and normally, this hands on with someone, like I said, I I give a discount to veterans, but for just general people. It's, it's a little more expensive mm-hmm. just because I'm very hands-on. I was like, look, if, if you have questions on ingredients, I'm giving him meal ideas, recipes, um, different ways to cook with this food or that food. You know, I'm re- doing a workout programming, which I'm going to change. So there's a lot of stuff I'm doing on my end. But again, I wouldn't. this isn't someone I would want to talk through a plan or two, give a few timelines, and just give it to them and let them have it mm-hmm. and just be hands-off. Yeah. Like I... I just wouldn't feel right doing that, and I don't think that person would get that exact result without me kind of on them. Yeah, and I'm sure other people may communicate differently. Like other people mm-hmm. may need extra attention. Some people may want it to be like more hands off. For sure, because you're gonna get different types of personalities. Yeah, too. if someone's like, "Yo, man, I want like I want you to come to the grocery store with me. I mm-hmm. want like everything. I want to be able to call you, text you anytime. Like, okay, that's fine. Yeah, like, that'll just cost more because that's that's more my time. Right, right. So yeah, but that's good. Um, I think last time we talked, I was going into a CrossFit comp, mm-hmm. so I've got that bug just because yeah. uh, it was great. You doing man. another one? I will, nice. for sure. Um, so my team, we ended up, it was, I'm still a little chapped about it. We somehow got in a three-way tie for first okay. with two other teams, yeah. We were first going into our fourth event. Three-way tie for first. Whatever system they input all the scores and stuff into shot us out and we got third. Mm. Which makes no sense. So this is a worldwide... It was, it was called Festivus. It's a worldwide um, event. And the teams that allegedly got one and two ahead of us at the gym we competed at, we did better than them in the world standings. Mm. Which makes no sense. Yeah, how does that work? Exactly. Like, it's not like our <laughs> scores change from world rankings to, like, our scores are going to be the same no matter what. Mm-hmm. Whether we did it out of box and it's compared to that gym or the world rankings. But anyway, so we were a little chapped about that, but it's still like first comp, podium on, on the first one. And now it's like, okay, we can see what we can do. In one of our events, our score was eighth in the world. So. It was, it, was, it was cool. You um, can see why you got the bug. Yeah, good experience. You did so well in the first one. Yeah, right, right. And it's one of those things like I'm competitive with business for sure, but I don't have to force other people to lose in business in order for me to win in business. Mm-hmm. But I wanted something where I'm like, I had to make someone else lose. Mm-hmm. And and that kind of competitive itch, like whether it's Monopoly or CrossFit, like I'm playing to win the game. Mm-hmm. But. I know, I know you're competitive. You understand. Dude, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when we play pool, it's friendly, but it's competitive. Yeah. Dude, I, I, yeah, I'm competitive with just about anything I go into. Yeah. Especially, like, I find, like, the more I'm, I get better at it, too, the more expectations right. I have for myself. Those get up, yeah. Like, I'm noticing that with golf. Like, when I, like, I'll find myself, like, being a little more hard on myself, which I shouldn't be. Um, mm-hmm. But I think that just comes with, with you getting better at it. Well, you've also played golf since you were super young, so, mm-hmm. like... 
your expectation to do well there is yeah. extremely high. Yeah. Whether it's top golf or you're shooting a real 18, you mm-hmm. know, like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, top top golf. People are having fun. You bring your own clubs and top golf, man. You're like, all right, hold on, let me let me smack this shit real quick. Because their their club their left handed clubs suck. They only have like two or three <laughs> in each station because no one's left handed, so they don't have any. They don't have a wider mm-hmm. selection for them. You know, suggestion box, Tim. <laughs> yep. I think you yeah, I'm sure top golf's gonna listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, if if whoever's running that, if they're smart, they would. Yeah. Like, oh, hey, our left-handed stuff sucks, huh? All right, let's 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 see what's wrong. Yeah. Well, maybe they're using the 80-20 principle. 80% of their customers uh, are... Uh, probably. Are, uh, damn, damn them for reading a good book. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, other than that, um, I'm writing on Slack now, so I'm still doing stuff on Upwork, but those okay. people transferred me to Slack, Yep. and there's no Upwork fees. And I asked, I was like, so is is my price going to go up? Because they're like, yeah, usually once or twice a year we'll bring, you know, riders that we think are doing doing better work over to this. I was like, all right, so it's, it kind of felt nice because mm-hmm. um, you never know where you stand, like with the editors and stuff. Right. And, um, doing doing bigger pieces. And I was like, so does is my price going to go up? And they're like, well, usually we don't, but yeah, we'll boost you up to this. I'm like, power of asking. Yeah. Power of asking. And uh, so yeah, that's it's steady rolling, right? And this. and you you were able to negotiate that because you've proven yourself mm-hmm. as reliable, right? Um, right. So and it's amazing that you can do that once you've produced results. Yeah, so that don't be afraid to ask. Coaching a lot at the gym, coaching like the second most highest amount of classes. Good man. So it's good. Yeah, I'm I'm like I said, I'm doing a lot, but then there's a lot of things where they take little time here and there, so I can still mm-hmm. fit things in. Um, I'll so, tell you. I'll tell you what as well. Just your, just me walking in here today, and me, and me just recording you. Your, your demeanor just now versus what it was a year ago. Like mm-hmm. I can just tell you're, you're just at a way better place because things are yeah. starting to come together for you. Appreciate that. Yeah. And you're, at, and you're, you're just, you're serving more people. Mm-hmm. Sounds like. So That's it. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing what that does for your mental health. The more people you help yeah. out, man. It's good. Speaking to a semi-pro lacrosse team next month. Yeah. So about some performance. Yeah. It's just good. things are do, starting do you to need happen. Need a video videographer to come with you and, and film you Dude, while you do that. Maybe that would be some great content. <laughs> it would be. We still got to. You, you you should get some type of content from that. Whatever. Yeah. It is. We still got to go to the range. I'll pay for the range time. Oh, no, you don't have to. But yeah, yeah let's do it. Um, sweet. What kind of stock talk you got for us today, Tim? Yeah, so I'm gonna t- today I'm gonna talk about crypto because I think uh, right now it's an appropriate conversation because the whole crypto mm-hmm. market is down like sixty percent right now. Huge. Uh, so for for you people, I'm not gonna like sell you on buying crypto, but if you're trying to get into crypto for the next decade, I think now is a pretty good entry price to get in. Did it? Did it do low battery? No, I'm just okay. Good. Flipping it up a little more. Just in the camera there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, everything's down big time right now as of it's today's May twenty. May 23rd. So yeah, everything's really down right now. Um, and I have been heavy into like Ethereum and Bitcoin and I'm going to continue to put more money into Ethereum as much as I can. But mm-hmm. um, I actually uh, started a crypto wallet on uh, Coinbase and I'm starting to get yep. into like other uh, other different coins. Uh, two of the ones that, and I don't want to get into too many at once. I've been yeah. kind of doing some like cost-based averaging and just alternating between three new ones. But um, the one that I want to talk about today is called Cardano. It's a, it's kind of a spinoff from Ethereum. So like Ethereum, there were like five founders that founded Ethereum. Okay. Uh, one of them broke off and started his own uh, cryptocurrency because he kind of, he didn't agree with them on a couple of, of different points. So he wanted to kind of start his own thing. So um, that's kind of what Car- Cardano was was 
built out to be. So the main goal of Cardano is to be a financial operating system, a global one that kind of establishes decentralized financial products, kind of like Ethereum does, like the mm -hmm. ability to um, help financial institutions execute transactions better. Because like when like big banks, global banks do transactions, it usually takes like a couple days to do and um, it t it's, it's cost, there's a lot of cost that go into it. Cardano is something that streamlines that into an instant transaction. So I feel like they have the ability, uh, much like Ethereum, um, to, to do that. And um, it's a research-based approach. So like Cardano was founded on um, a bunch of like peer-reviewed research, experimentation. Uh, there's over 90 different like papers written on it. Um, and it's it's a blockchain that's said to have more capabilities than Ethereum. And it's it's kind of like a, it's, it's a spinoff of Ethereum, but mm -hmm. it has the ability to be, um, be better. So... Um, that's kind of what, why I got into it, and it's only trading at like one dollar and twenty cents right now, so it's very, very affordable, and you can stack up a lot right now. So. Yeah. Do you know projections on what that could get to in the next twelve to eighteen months? So that's the thing about crypto is like you just you don't know. Like some people are saying five dollars in the next ten years. Some people are saying it will get up to ten. Um, mm. You just you don't really know. Like yeah, I mean with with, with something like. Like like Dogecoin, like did anybody really think that it was going to go up that high? Like yeah, that's that's the thing. But I do think that um, I was attracted to it because it's it's founded on the same principles as Ethereum, Cardano, um, and that's one thing that I want people to understand is like these, these when you say cryptocurrency, like what is it? Like I want to invest in, in cryptocurrencies that are going to enable businesses to do smart contracts in the future, mm. like. The big problem with business right now is our contract system is just it's it's out of date. Like it can be advanced more. Like when when two businesses go do business together, there's so many different things that are in in these contracts that are like tough to like hammer through and define and and apply. Um, and there's a lot of information that gets lost with, with in in these contracts. Um, and there's a lot of like external events that happen that may apply to the contract or something that the contract governs. Um, so I think whenever like smart contracts are going to fix that because you can, you can verify information a lot easier. Um, you can process contracts a lot easier. I just think like we went from, from paper contracts to DocuSign and like, and, and doing that. I think this is like a whole nother level of, of contracts that mm. I think people really need to pay attention to and start studying more. And, um, I don't want to get too deep into it right now, but like, do your research on, on, on what this, like, this is the future of what commerce is going to be a smart yeah. contract. So like interesting Cardano and <laughs> Ethereum, like people talk about like Ethereum and Bitcoin. Bitcoin is a lot like, like holding gold five years ago, but like Ethereum is going to be more like applicable and it's going to be like a much more like foundational, like scalable thing for businesses to use in the future. So um, that's why I'm a little more heavier on Ethereum right now than Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm looking at other coins that are doing the same type of thing. Um, but yeah, it's kind of it's kind of my thought Sweet. there. Sweet. Yeah, I've heard I've heard Cardano. Um, I don't have any of it, but I've gotten into more alternative coins mm -hmm. as well. So yeah, interesting. You bring that up of like more application. You talked about Ethereum before just being quicker mm -hmm. as well for like transfers and things. Because like transferring Bitcoin can take longer, mm -hmm. and you know doing that from either this app to that app or wallet to wallet just takes a while, mm -hmm. and it's like it's not quick enough. And in, it's more environmentally friendly too. Like I know okay. Elon Musk made big headlines because he said that they're not accepting Bitcoin for their cars anymore because of 
the impact on the environment. But something I never would have thought of. With... My, mining Ethereum is is a lot. It, it produces a lot less energy than what it does with Bitcoin. So that's that's another kind. And same with Cardano. Like it's mm-hmm. it's that's another thing to pay attention to as you go forward. And obviously that'll be refined over time. But yeah, that's, right now that's what it is. Yeah. I uh, have you heard of Safe Moon? I have. Yeah. yeah, I've gotten in on that. I I like that. Uh, that they they don't when you buy it don't they like charge a a fee when you sell it like don't they, I I heard that they like you have I'm to pay sure. you have to pay like seven to ten percent when you sell it so that it incentivizes people to hold it after they buy it. I'm not sure because I haven't sold any. Yeah, I think that's I've what, only been I buying that's it. What it is. Um, but I don't, I don't know too much deep about it beyond that. I just know I think that right. incentivizes people to hold it. Yeah, so I got in that. And have you seen this Doge on Mars? No. Ticker symbol is Elon. <laughs> and it's like, but so I was reading up on it, and I don't know exactly all the things I'm about to say. Mm-hmm. I'm no expert. But I guess it's project-based, which mm-hmm. has more weight with cryptos. If they're like, quote-unquote, project-based, again, I'm not kind of talking out my ass a little bit. I just read about it. Um then it's more viable to be sustainable. Yeah. Um, so, and that's like point oh 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 like four or five O's, yeah. zeros, not O's, but um, <laughs> behind. And it's like, man, just get to 10 cents for me. Make yeah. it to 10 cents. Like, that's all I want. Then I'm out. Yeah. Because, you know, you put like 100, 200 bucks in uh, something like that and it gets to 10 cents. Like, Yeah. Where did, where did you buy that at? So that's on BitMart. Okay. The application BitMart. So I have a few. And then I just got into, um, we were talking a little bit off camera before. There's this page, Millionaire Mentor. But this guy, Jason Stone, is kind of the the head haunch of that. I tried to get him on our CBD. And I, I was emailing him. I was DMing this cat. I was like, bro, get in on this. Because he's talked about like network marketing, this and that before. I was like, all right, we, we got a banging product. His team reaches out to me before you know it. I'm signed up doing some day trading on cryptos, which I never thought I'd get into. Mm-hmm. I get all these DMs. You probably get them of these Forex traders. like, But I think half of them are scammers. I think most of them are. And yeah. and so I've never like, I've been close on some like, nah, you're full of shit. But like I've followed these people for three, four, five years. Mm-hmm. So like right away I was on the phone with somebody. You know, I looked him up and signed up. So getting, I just think one, it's a good skill to know how to like, read charts and graphs and know how to trade, know how the market works and responds. Mm-hmm. But man, it's super bullish and I think it's a good time. And and yeah. I asked I asked this dude, I was like, what about the next three to six months? What if it's not as bullish? Goes bear market. He goes, man, we're always scalping new coins. Like that's where we get into Forex too. I don't know much about Forex, mm-hmm. but he's like, we have strategies in place. We have a guy that we work closely with. He's in, been in Bitcoin since 2011. Mm-hmm. he's like so we have a lot of things in place good strategies for the future he's like we're gonna be just fine he goes good time to get in yeah so i'm like all right and worst case if i lose x amount of money over the next three four months okay but i don't i don't see that happening i okay. think it's gonna be lucrative and good. if it does turn out well i'll let you know okay so i'll, I'll be test dummy and if it's like ah, eh, this is going pretty well tim you should put some time into this gotcha so we'll see. Yeah, we'll see we'll what see. happens. But yeah, I'm in some of the alternative coins, hoping they get to ten cents. We'll see what happens. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe not. Yeah, let's get Maseratis by the end of the year, Tim. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just want uh, to. It's the diversification for me. Like yeah. I'm, I've been buying 
I've been putting money into stocks like every day for like the last year, but I want to, I want to kind of shift my focus to, mm-hmm. to what, what the future holds. And yeah, it's, it's way riskier, but I mean, yeah. And we still have our, our stock risk, portfolios so. too. Yeah. Like I, I bought a few more things of just stuff I already have yeah. last week just to. Every, you know. everything is at a discount right now. Like the market, yeah. we're, we, the market has been going down like crazy the last month and, um, you know it's what? it's exciting because like I just see it as a, as, as a discount shopping mm-hmm. spree. Yeah, I saw you were, again. Saw when you post on the course every time you hit like a birdie, you bought like these three things. Yeah. So I was like, this mama, come get this man. <laughs> Dude, I, I get because like the thing is like people people freak out about Ethereum. Like Ethereum, it it I mean it went up to four. It was at four thousand, and it's at like it was at like eighteen hundred today but like mm. a month ago it was also at 1800 yeah. so like i don't like a lot of people are freaking out for no reason like this is part of the game a month like, this ago bitcoin was at 60 g's and now it's at like 35 yeah yeah so buy the dip you know what else i bought more of tim what take one guess take one guess. space <laughs> yes yes virgin Damn galactic right i did yeah Dude, Virgin Galactic. You're so big on that. I love I'm it. I'm huge on it. I'm huge on it. I'm all in, baby. I love it. All in. A lot of baskets, but I got a bunch of eggs in that one. Good. Yeah, I saw it down at like 13 bucks. It's like, please, <laughs> please do it for me. Oh, man. Yeah, interesting, interesting time the market the market is, is mm-hmm. in right now. Who yeah. Words. So, yeah, we'll see. All right, Tim. Uh, well, I guess... We did some RLEs. You got any more for your uh, real life experience? I know our chop up. We kind of caught uh, up. On some yeah, stuff. just one, one more, uh, one more small thing. Um, just RLE. I, like I said before, I like to take what questions my clients are asking me and use that for process improvement. Not mm-hmm. only in like future content development that I do, but also in my future interactions and uh, with my inter- interview prep stuff. Um, the most common question I get from my clients is like, "How do I answer the why should I hire you?" question. Um, and it's something that I think would be good to talk about on here real quick. Cause, good question. Um, for those people really that are looking question. for jobs right now, um, when it, whenever you're convincing anybody to be like, hey, why should I do business with you? Why should I hire you? Whatever. Um, one thing that I, I've been telling my clients is one, I, I give them one tidbit of information that I give them a three-step process. The first thing I tell them is like, focus on how you're going to provide value to the role, company, or department. Like it's it's very obvious, but like, what be specific about that value that you're going to provide um one thing that i i I tell my clients a step one is like demonstrate an understanding about what that company is looking for what that role is demanding what that person is looking for in whatever you're trying to convince them of Mm -hmm. Um, with people going for jobs looking from that perspective i tell them to find one to two jobs in the dot one to two skills in the job description um, that they're that they think that they match up with um if you're talking with someone who you're trying to convince them to hire you or, or do business with you, find out one to two things that they're looking for. Ask them the question like, what are two things that um, you're looking for in this person that does this role or whatever? Find those two things and then second st- step, demonstrate why you're a good fit. Give specific examples. Like if they're looking for uh, someone who's a good team leader, think back to a time when you led a team or like played a sport where you led a team and be specific about how you grew within that and how you provided value in that specific example. So yeah. uh, demonstrate how you'll provide value, find a specific example of where you provided value and, and not dramatize that story, but like really be able to tell that in a compelling way about how you did that. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then lastly, explain how excited you are to showcase that skill in that job or in, in that business partnership. Because um, like people want to understand like, yeah, not only do you do you have the skill to do it, but like why are you excited to apply that skill here? So mm-hmm. be specific about that. So show how you will provide value to the role, demonstrate an understanding for it, ask them questions about what they're looking for, look for skills in the job description. Step two, explain why you're a great fit, give specific examples of when you did that. Um, and then three, explain like why, why you're excited to apply it, your motivation to apply it, like what drives you to use that skill to help that person. So that's yeah. great. I think that's fantastic of because yeah, there should be homework done on the interviewees side. Mm-hmm. You know, like, all right, if you want to work for them, you should know all about them. Yeah. If you really want to work for them. Right. Um, but yeah, that just gets them more prepared than other candidates. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, no one else talked about this. No one else said how they could provide that much value in this role, but it's true. Yeah. Um, do you ever try to have them link their value provided with dollar signs or, I mean, uh, dollar amounts or just with, say, an efficiency thing or just amount of work? produced yeah i mean it, it it depends like there's multiple ways you can go about that like obviously when i write the resume i want to quantify as much as we can um and numbers drive the point home even more like it depends on what skill they're looking for like if it's mm-hmm. more of like a like a business production skill like uh, if you're going for like a sales job or if you're going for a job that measures things based on like stats and numbers i would be like yeah m- maybe it would be more applicable to use numbers here mm-hmm. um, but if you're going for like a pe- like other than like a people oriented business or like um, like a management role, I think f- focus more on like the soft skills. Don't need to, but I would say it helps. But it's not obviously required to use numbers. But got it. Um, yeah, that's kind of what. So I, you you kind of tailor to yeah what the role. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah, people do do like to show impact. Numbers give even more proof. So I think yeah. that'd be good to add when you can. Yeah. Good deal, man. Um. Yeah. Like I said, we covered quite a bit. I'd say I'm still I'm still on the uh, yeah one businesses are all on the up and up which is cool um, like stuff's working still mm-hmm. so it's just keep the foot on the gas mm-hmm. just because it starts to look up it doesn't you know we can't take our foot off but I've also really been diving into expanding my network in the right ways mm-hmm. and putting more time and energy into those relationships yeah of yeah I have a lot of good friends. But I also need to have my circles of people where, okay, I'm with them to level up. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to spend more time with these people because we're all helping each other get up to a different level in this game. Yeah. And, you know, that's not that I'll stop being around certain people and groups. It's just like I've had to put more time and energy into mm-hmm. those types of relationships. Yeah. Of, hey, we're going to a different place. Yeah. Um, and that's just my trajectory not everyone has to do that Mm -hmm. that's just what i'm going after yeah um but yeah i mean we talk enough about who you surround yourself with and what you turn into and become and yeah so i've been very careful of that the last you know three four ish Mm -hmm. years and now it's like all right i see the types of of people we need to rub shoulders with do that yeah i couldn't agree more i've been doing a lot of thinking about that myself lately Mm -hmm. about like like who in my life is actually taking the time and energy to ask me about my business and ask me about how I'm improving things like Mm -hmm. keep me accountable like I just found like once I like take a step back and think about that there's like a very small amount of people 
And that yeah. that gets me thinking about some things, to mm-hmm. be honest with you. So I'm glad you said that. Yeah. Man, you should um you should just grab lunch with me and you've met Kyle Harbaugh. Him and just a couple other people. Cause most time when we get together, we just talk about everything that everyone is doing. Mm-hmm. And and that's it. Like it's yeah. not like, hey, get in on this with that. It's just, hey, let's just hang, strategize, help each other strategize, whatever they yeah. need help and so yeah, next time we get together, I'm gonna please, hit you up. Please text me; I'll be there. You you yeah. love those lunches, like we get into it. Yeah, it, and it's all business. Like it's fun, but it's all business. Mm-hmm. And it's you know, yeah. need I'm, more mastermind groups like that. Yeah, I believe I believe in those. You know, those types of lunches. Like it doesn't have to be every day or every week, but you know, a few times a month where you get with your your niche of just hungry go getters. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, dude, it is all gas, no brakes. Yeah. And that kind of keeps you, I don't want to say motivated, but when you hear progress of other people, like you're happy for them. It's like, okay, yeah, yeah, they're they're staying on it. I gotta stay on my shit too. Yeah, it's per- like it's it's motivating. It's proof to see other people do it, and yeah. you feel a connection to them, and yeah, and like just turning it around. Like they may ask you questions about what you're doing that you would have never thought of before, and give you mm-hmm. insights on things, and you can help people out. But yeah, 100%. just people sharing about their successes. I'm sure that's yeah. yeah. Please, please let me know next time. I, De- I will. I will be there. I will rearrange things so that I can be there. Definitely will do. Yeah, like I said, I you know, man, there's so many just motivational speakers and this video and that video, and it's you can get so overwhelmed and you can get so excited for like 30 minutes and it's like then it's gone. Yeah, having these lunches a few times a month, it's enough to like, you know, if you start to dip, we have one. All right, we're back up, mm-hmm. and it just it keeps you going steadily. Yeah, and it's not these huge spikes up and down, up and down. It's like it's it's no okay they're still doing well all right, i gotta stay on it we're gonna meet up in a couple weeks sorry mm-hmm. where where have we all gotten progress from or lack thereof and what happened mm-hmm. and it's just like hey man just try this or it's you know someone who knows nothing about someone else's business here's their problem have mm-hmm. you tried this and it sounds so simple it's like fuck no i didn't even think about that and that's what happens yeah so yeah dude i'll hit you up all right good um yeah, other than that, like I said, got some new clients and, and patients with some things. All that's going well. Coaching, yeah, staying on it. Subscribe to our Off the Dome Radio YouTube page. That's some real life experience for mm-hmm. that ass. Yeah. <laughs> See our beautiful faces. Mm hmm. Yep. Yep. Finally, time to show it off. <laughs> uh, ready to get down and nerdy with it? Yeah. Since for sure. some book talk. Um, I wanted to bring up, so I'm still reading. I know in the past I talked about mindset and things, still working through that uh, with all the coaches at the gym, but wanted to talk about Crush It by Mm -hmm. Gary Vaynerchuk today because I know the last episode, this episode kind of referred to, I've just kind of changed my branding and my marketing. And yes, I do nutrition and rehab and breathing, but instead of saying all those things, like saying each thing all the time when someone asks, I deal with performance. Mm-hmm. That's really what I do. From gem pop to athletes. I really love working with athletes, but in terms of mark- marketing myself, I'm helping people perform better. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's just picking up a laundry basket without hurting their back to generating force to a golf swing, a softball pitch, a, a this or that, lacrosse, you know, getting ball speed there. Like principles are very similar, it's just different applications. So I'm like, how how have I how can I go about changing the way that comes across? And Gary V talks about like your personal brand is everything you put on the internet. So create content with purpose, not just meaningless shit that anyone can mm-hmm. say. 
So, and yeah, I'll post about things that interest me. Like I like Indian motorcycles. I like Maseratis. Like I'll, I'll post those things, but I post a mm-hmm. lot of business stuff. My videos, I'll reuse old content, this and that. Um, even just a simple daily quote from our off the dome page. Mm-hmm. Just something's like, oh, people should probably see that today because mm-hmm. it helps. Um, but it's telling stories. So that's one thing Gary Vee is big on. Just tell the story. We use that in Simply Nano to just tell stories. Don't sell products. Just share a story. Mm-hmm. And then everything does it on its own. So I've been working on sharing a story of how I did this. How did I get this result with this type of person or athlete or patient? And so now my videos are that, especially with my coaching. How did I get XYZ result? Mm-hmm. Like watch this to see how. Yeah. So now Transparency. Was my, yeah, my most recent one where I give enough – but I don't give away the special sauce, right? right so I right. talked about getting ball speed with a softball pitcher. I'm like, okay, that is productive content. Mm-hmm. Like that shows me getting results for people. Mm-hmm. And that's what people need to understand Yeah, is I get results. Yeah. So creating content with purpose and, and letting people see, like, see me post about what I want to be known for, not just what might get likes. Yeah. That's good, man. That's authentic. Yeah. Something I love doing and I say shit and it goes viral, it goes viral. If it doesn't, Mm -hmm. it doesn't. But it's what I'm doing. Yeah. So Gary Vaynerchuk. Bet. Crushed it. Yes. What you got for us today, Tim? Yeah. So uh, today it's from You Incorporated, You Inc. by Harry Beckwith. Um, One thing that stuck out to me and it kind of applied, this can apply to, I'm trying to think, I mean, for my situation, it's me talking with clients and, and the first first uh, interaction with them. Um, it can apply to you meeting someone for the first time, whether it's you meeting someone to establish a business relationship, go for a job. Anytime that you're meeting someone for the first time, it says that people, people do not gather data to make a decision. They often gather it to justify a decision they already made. Um, and it's, and they talk about how first impressions are lasting, but first impressions are also the final decision. I would say in most cases, like sometimes someone may have an opinion about you and you can win them over over time. But most people who, who you meet, like they're going to make a decision about you, in my opinion, within the first like couple minutes of meeting mm-hmm. you. 100%. Um, so I have really worked on my uh, my mindset with like really milking the hell out of the first two minutes of that conversation <laughs> um, and making sure that like, I'm not saying like I don't treat the rest of the conversation as important, but like I've been really like strategic about how i approach the first couple minutes of that conversation and you're more on that initial yeah and then you back off a little bit but it's yeah like yeah i have my shit together but i want to make sure that person knows that i have my shit together in that first two minutes uh so like with any new call with like a new client um here there are three things that i do to like because i know they're judging me in that first two minutes about Mm -hmm. how i am so like here's some things i do to kind of win them over first is in the way I greet them. So like I always use my name in, in the way I greet them. Like say their name first. Um, that's obvious, but like ask them how they're doing. Like if they're having a good week, like I don't like to jump straight into what we're doing. Right. I like to at least call them by their name, see how they're doing and read it from there. Like when you say how they're doing, if they like give you more information than what you were thinking about, ask them about that. Like, Oh, like, like, Oh, I'm, I'm remodeling my house right now. That's an opportunity to ask about that and yeah. t- speak about something personal before you get into oh, it. Oh, what do you think? Break the ice up? a little bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sometimes people will be like, "I'm good. Like, I'm good." They won't give you any, any more than that. 
If they don't, then move on to the next yeah. step, which is what I'm talking about. And it's set groundwork for the conversation. Outline what you're going to talk about. Mm. So like with every new client, I always ask them like, hey, like um, I want to give you – What one thing I ask is like, hey, like I appreciate your time today. Um, thank them for their time as well. Like show them that their time is valuable. So I say thank you. Thank you for your time um, today. And then one thing, the three things I ask every conversation about like, hey, here's what we're going to do. Hey, we're going to talk about your goals here. We're going to talk about what you want to accomplish. And the second thing I say is like, hey, we're going to, I want to answer any questions that you might have about my work or my process. And then the third thing I say, I've taken a look at your resume. Now we're going to figure out some things on how to make it better. Do do those three things sound good to you? I set the expectation Mm. for the conversation. And then when they say yes, they now know what what, what we're going to talk about. Because I feel like a lot of people who approach me like, you can't assume that everybody's worked with a resume writer before or everyone knows what you're about. But if you if you set like kind of a, a quote unquote agenda of what you're going to talk about, that puts people more at ease because they know like what to expect for the rest of the conversation. Right. So those are the three things I, I always ask with people like, hey, like um, we're, we're going to just go over that that stuff. So, yeah. yeah, I think that's good when because no matter what it is, people are always a little skittish of what they don't know mm-hmm. or, or the unknown. So like one that comes off professionally mm-hmm. comes off like. You've done this before. This isn't your first go around. Yeah. You know what's likely to happen, like the end result. Mm-hmm. And you have a pretty good idea what they need. And they have a pretty good idea you're probably going to be able to help them. Yeah. But when you lay it out, it's like it's less intimidating. And to your point, they've probably never worked with a resume writer. Mm-hmm. More likely they haven't. And so it just kind of puts them at ease like, all right. That's all we're going to talk about. Like, I'm not in the interview hot seat right here. Yeah. It's just he's getting a feel for me, vice versa. We're just having a conversation. Yeah. 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 But I think the first impression thing is also huge. Mm-hmm. And whether it's, you know, business or social social setting, um, yeah, you know, greeting them, saying their name. Mm-hmm. And I might throw in something different once in a while, like, oh, hey, pleasure to meet you. Like, yeah. Very few people say, oh, pleasure to meet you. Yeah. It's like, oh, hey, nice to meet you. Right. Um. But yeah, and, and then if it's someone that, you know, it looks like you'll see them in the future, I think hanging on to things that they tell you or talk about to, for the next conversation, you can say, hey, how's it going with with, with your uh, house project, with your bathroom? You're remodeling mm-hmm. your bathroom, right? You know, you were trying to get those granite countertops like, oh, shit. Yeah. Um, wow. Good memory. Like, yeah, it's going really well. <laughs> yeah. But you know, when you do that, then... You know, if your first impression was pretty good, then it's like you follow up with something like that. And in their mind, like you're living rent free mm-hmm. in their head because like, whoa, that was impressive. Like he remembered I was remodeling this mm-hmm. or I had this project at work. This was giving me a hard time. You know, Janet was giving me bullshit at the water cooler. Like, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I, I just think it's good when you can follow up like that. Mm-hmm. Then people understand like, oh. This one's a little different. Like, okay, mm-hmm. they're really listening to me. They're not just hearing me. They're listening mm-hmm. to what I'm saying. Yeah. And it's that two ears, one mouth bit. Like, yeah. you know, use them proportionally. Yeah. So uh, you mentioned something I wanted to ask real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you ask people about if they have questions uh, regarding your process with resume writing and things, what uh, kind of feedback, like, do you ask them, like, hey, anything you would have liked to have seen different? What kind of 
things would you want changed if we were doing this again? What kind of feedback have you gotten in terms of process improvement? Yeah, like, like I, when I ask, or people, are you just perfect already? When I when I ask people after the fact, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I would say the only the biggest things that I need to improve on, and the because I, I tell people to be brutally honest, um, I would say the biggest thing that I need to improve on is like more consistent conversation from the time I meet with someone until the time I deliver the project. Because um, like oftentimes, like I'll I'll meet with someone. Um, and we'll have a really good conversation, whether it's for 30 minutes or an hour. Mm. And we'll have like back and forth, like I'll have people send me jobs they want to go for, just any relevant information, follow-up information. But I feel like the one thing I could do better is like more like back and forth conversation as I'm working on the project. Because like when I when I deliver the project to them, we'll, we'll jump on another phone call to, to go over everything or they'll, they'll give me feedback. But mm-hmm. I think sometimes it's tough for me. And I think this come, goes with the fact of like just the amount of clients I work with, it's kind of tough to – to always be in contact with every single one while I'm working on a project. Right, sure, but, sure. Um, I would just say be be a little more like uh, like ask more questions as I'm working on the project. I think that that's the main feedback I've gotten. Um, but that's more of like a communication thing, and that's that's something that can be improved on. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else, uh, any big improvements. Yeah, I would just say that that's the biggest thing. Cool. Like I'm pretty I'm pretty good at at what I do right now. I just think yeah. it's a matter of how can I like delegate? And that that's a delegation thing. Like that that's I mean, if I had someone that could that could uh, that could take care of that for me and like and and work with clients on like any questions that they have and uh, more like client communication, I guess. Yeah, doing so, the follow up. Yeah, emails, customer like, service. Like yeah, hey, touch base. This yeah, this day is the halfway mark. Give mm-hmm. them this update. This yeah. how it's going. Uh, see if they have any questions. Yeah, and if not, I'm gonna keep chugging ahead. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. That's the biggest thing. It's good. Yeah, that's good though. I mean, and it's not something that's not drastic. No. You know, that that's a very easy easy change. Right. So, you'll be working on that this week then. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> and the website. Yeah, and I've been I yeah, I've been I yeah, I really have been at, like if I have like a question on something like offhand asking someone, like people really do appreciate when you try to like clarify information, even if it's kind of like an obvious question, Mm -hmm. it may not have seemed obvious to me, but um, it's good to ask them. Right. Yeah. I'd rather have someone ask, ask a question, even if I've said it already, than assume and assume incorrectly. And then the whole project is, Mm -hmm. you know, yeah. Gone. So Good deal, man. Anything else to wrap up this uh, lovely episode? No, I'm good on my end. I think we got Excellent. a lot of good stuff in here. All right, everyone. Thank you, as always, for hanging with us, listening, watching, doing a little bit of both, whatever you chose. Subscribe to our YouTube page at Off The Dome Radio. Uh, might show up as RLE Media uh, based off our email address, but you'll find it. Just search it and uh, hit that little subscribey scribe. We are also on social medias at Off The Dome Radio. Hit us up. Let us know the types of people that maybe we should reach out to. If you have someone interested in being on the show, just kind of doing things a little bit different, living life on their terms, we want to talk to any and all those types of folks. So as always, thank you so much. And until next time, we're out.